Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and it is so good to be back here on the podcast with you. As I mentioned in the previous podcasts, we did that 22-day journey through the Major Arcana, really exploring our own fool's journey. And in that, I told you that I had some transitions going on in my own life and that I was going to be taking some time off after that 22-day exploration. So it was quite a journey. I'm still in the midst of it, but I wanted to make sure to get back and reconnect. And there is so much that I want to share with you. So I thank you for being here again, for joining me. If you are new to the show, welcome. And if you would like to connect with me and other people who are listening to the podcasts and exploring this beautiful journey of self-exploration, transformation, awakening, you can join us in the Seeker Circle on Facebook. And for more information about the Seeker Circle, me, my work, just to even keep in touch, you can go to my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Sign up for the newsletter and you will get access to some free gifts as well as a link to join us after the show. So I look forward to jumping back into all of this beautiful exploration with you. Let's get started. Okay, so I am back and I again want to thank all of you for reaching out and sharing with me um, what has been coming up for you through that 22-day journey through the Major Arcana, what has been coming up with you with Reiki and meditation and your other curiosities. And I want to extend a huge thank you and um, just really like a deep bow of gratitude for all of those who are in the secret circle and being vulnerable and sharing and exchanging and supporting other people within the community. So thank you so much to all of you. And I am happy to be back to talk to you today about Reiki specifically. So you know, there are so many conversations about Reiki that come up in the seeker circle as well as um, in sessions with clients and just in every facet of my life, really. And so I thought that one of the first things I wanted to come back on the podcast and share with you are some uh, practical ways of exploring Reiki as well as these different cycles that we go through with the practice of Reiki. Now, if you are not a practitioner, this information will still apply to you and can still be very useful, so don't tune out. Um, if you are a Reiki practitioner, no matter what level and no matter how far you are in your journey, we all continue to learn and grow and expand and deepen our understanding. So hopefully you will find some useful information in this today. So the first thing I want to start off with is some practical uses, um, very specifically with Reiki. And 
you know, in classes, you may have learned to use Reiki as a way to connect with yourself, use it as a way to help balance and align and manage your energy, helping others to come into energetic balance. Um, Some people are taught to use Reiki as a way to lift the vibration of everything, environments, food, intention, just, I mean, it's um, endless how we can use the techniques that are taught within this uh, practice. But what I really connected with during this transition that I was going through was using Reiki, um, connecting more with the embodiment of it. Now, I talked to you about being Reiki all the time, and I talked to you about it being more than just a technique, that it really is about, you know... um, practicing the different techniques to embody the light that is you and Reiki becomes a way of life, a way of being, a way of seeing, a way of understanding and showing up. Well, it really registered with me um, in another way during, again, this transition I was going through because I had a lot that I had to do in a short window of time. And quite honestly, it was overwhelming and I was physically exhausted. I was mentally exhausted. I was emotionally exhausted. And I'm sure you can relate to that. I mean, it just happens to us, these different cycles in life, you know, whether it's work-related, relationship-related, whatever type of shift or change or circumstance that we're dealing with, sometimes it takes a toll and can be hard to find balance within all that we are trying to accomplish or process. So what I found myself doing um, really unconsciously initially was that in those moments that felt chaotic, I caught myself taking the time to pause and reconnect with my breath. I gave myself, you know, these little moments when needed to check my energy when I was feeling scattered, when I was feeling overwhelmed, when I was feeling frustrated, I found myself in these moments of pause, considering the type of energy that I was generating based on what I was feeling. And then once I tuned into what I was feeling, I also tuned into the stories or the perspectives that I was holding. And in those moments, I consciously reminded myself to tune into that frequency of love, to expand that essence of Reiki, of spiritual life force energy, to choose to allow that energy to flow through me, one, to help me ground, two, to help me shift, and three, to infuse that energy into whatever it was I was doing at any given time. So once I really did start to realize what it was I was doing, it dawned on me that this would be a good um, experience, I guess, to share with you just as a reminder that Reiki is 
something that we do live and the practice goes so far beyond sessions. The beauty of this technique is it really does give us um, a heightened awareness of ourselves and of the energy we hold and of the thoughts that we're having and of our behaviors, our patterns and all of these things. But the jewel in it all is that it also gives us the awareness that we have the ability to shift all of that as we choose at any given time. But it takes our consistency, our choice to actually make space to do it, step out of our excuse, step out of anything that may be holding us back from making the effort. It's a choice to manage our energies, our minds. And so I thought that was an important message just again to remind you that you are in practice of Reiki all the time. You are in practice or can be in your practice with how you engage with people in your life every day. You can be in practice with how you um, infuse energy into whatever you may be doing. It could be the work that you're doing. It could be projects that you're working on. It could be your process of um, create your creative process. You know, when you're allowing inspiration to come through you, you can choose to take a moment to set your energy. You know, we talk a lot about setting intention, but you can take moments to set your energy or to reset your energy or to smooth out and manage your energy. Because whatever you're embodying and holding at any given time, whatever your experience may be and how you are perceiving that experience, that is the energy that is projecting out and flowing into everything that you are doing at any given time. So I hope that that makes sense to you. And I hope that you will, you know, find it useful to really check when you are triggered and upset, even if you're having a good time, you know, just having those moments where you consciously check in with where you're at and consider the energy that you are generating, embodying, and infusing into your life experience. Now, one thing that I wasn't planning to talk to you about, but it's coming to mind to bring up, I mentioned that one of the gifts of Reiki is it deepens our awareness of ourselves. So as a side note, one of the things with this is it makes us hyper aware of our feeling. It makes us hyper aware of our behaviors, our patterns, our relationships, our engagements, what's going on around us. We become hyper aware of all of these things. And I guess this is coming up to point out for especially people who are very empathic or those of you who are new in the practice, there are some points where you feel like you are being overly sensitive or the energies that you're picking up can be overwhelming. Well, again, we can shift our perspective around this and see the gift. It's not that you're doing anything wrong. And it's not that, you know, it may feel like you're falling apart and it may feel 
chaotic and like a disaster emotionally. However, what's happening is whatever it is that you are holding or have been holding for some time is becoming illuminated. You know, I talk to you a lot as well about our emotions being our messengers. Well, in this sense, when we start doing energy work, our energy also becomes a messenger. How we feel energetically, what we sense energetically. It's tuning us in or bringing our awareness towards something about ourselves and again, what we may be holding, which then can bring us into awareness of what we hold in mind, which then brings us into awareness of what it is we are embodying. Now, interestingly enough, I wasn't expecting, this is a beautiful segue into the second thing that I actually wanted to talk to you about today, which is our Reiki cycles. Now, when I say Reiki cycles, I mean the cycles or the phases that we go through in this practice. You know, a lot of times we go to class, you know, level one, and you learn the foundational tools, techniques, information, history. Level two, you learn about the symbols. Level three, you may learn how to teach, how to do attunements. And, you know, of course, there's more information in both. But in a general sense, that's what you learn. But in this practice, when we are consistent in our practice, we go through cycles, cycles of awareness, cycles of understanding, cycles of breaking down, cycles of rebuilding. But what I wanted to share with you very specifically, and this would... uh, apply to Reiki level two practitioners as well as level three. But again, if you have not studied Reiki at all, or even if you are um, a level one, you'll still get the gist of this, okay? But I'm saying level two and level three because the symbols are involved. If you allow yourself to use the symbols to guide you through different cycles of what you are working on, you will find that they are very useful to your self-transformation, your awakening process, your deepening your understanding, but more importantly, deepening your connection to yourself as well as all that exists, but from a different lens. So what I mean by this is you can start with intentionally working with the first symbol. The first symbol is very earthly. And if you look at it, it looks like a spiral bringing us inward. Take some time to work with this energy, very specific to not just grounding, but being aware of being. Work with this symbol over, you know, a certain time span, whatever feels right for you, but use it as a tool to help you to connect with what it feels like to be present, to be in your body, to have this physical vessel, this physical container. Work with this symbol to build a relationship with your body. And the reason this is an 
important step one is because it is all about being here. You know, in a lot of ways we escape or we run away. We're not present. We're not fully here. We're not fully engaged in our lives. And the most effective way and really the only way we can do this work is to be here in it. Not to run away from being. Not to run away from our experience. Not to run away from what we feel. When we take the time to just build that connection of sinking into being, to sinking into what it's like to have a physical body, starting to tune into the messages within the body, what the body feels like, its functionality, having conscious recognition and gratitude for the functionality of the body, connecting with the breath, and noticing how you can regulate the way that the body feels through proper sleep, exercise, nutrition, again, the breath. Really hone in, tune in to your relationship with your physical being and what it's like to allow yourself to be present in all that you do. And once you feel comfortable in that, you feel like, you know, you've spent enough time with that, move on to the second symbol, which is also known as the mental or emotional symbol. And, you know, we are taught that it speaks to ridding ourselves of bad habit, which is all about the mind. So before you can even start to really explore the mind honestly and honestly look at your thoughts, You have to first ground into yourself. You have to first be present and work through those fears of seeing yourself. So now here we are. We're going to explore the mind. And with the second symbol, we can really connect with the energy of where the mind is taking you. Think of the mind as like this malleable mapping of your experience and your understanding. The mind changes all the time. And it changes through your acceptance of what it is that you're intaking. Through your perception of your experience. Or what you choose to accept as truth and what you want to believe. It's about your level of awareness of you. So once you're really grounded into you and you start to tune into the mind and what you and how you are allowing yourself to process and perceive things, you start to understand yourself in new ways. Not only what you think, but why you think it. Not only what you believe, but why you chose to believe that. Not only what you perceive and feel, but why. And once you give yourself that time and space to really connect to that what and why of the mind, you then have the clear choice of how to remap, how to transform how to have consideration for what it is that you are truly 
processing. You have consideration of your own thoughts, your own feelings, and you start to view all of this from a higher lens, not just blindly taking in whatever it is you may be taking in, which could be information from other people, which could be what you see on social media and the news. You know, it's so we're conditioned. A lot of times we hear things, we see things, and we just take it in at surface value. And we're just like, oh, this is awful because I heard it was awful. Or, oh, this is terrible because that's what they said. This is terrible. Or, oh, this is the greatest. This is the best because that's what they said. But how often do you give yourself pause to really process and consider from your own lens? How often do you give yourself pause to sit and consider what really does bother you? What do you really feel? What does really motivate you, make you happy? And why? And all of these processes of the mind, how are they playing out in your life experience? How are they shaping the way you perceive your life experience? Are your thoughts, are your beliefs restricting you, limiting you, keeping you in fear? Or are they allowing you to expand, to evolve? to try, to participate consciously in your life. So again, with the second symbol, when you think of red bad habit, think of what or which thoughts and beliefs would benefit you in working on transforming. First, you have to acknowledge them. First, you have to be present and be embodied and willing to even see. So once you've gone through a cycle of that, and again, the time frame is really based on you. I mean, you could play with this each symbol for a day, a couple days, a month, whatever you feel called to do. And then move on to the third symbol. And typically we think of this as the distant symbol, but really it's about dissolving the illusion of separation. So you could play with this energy now that you've worked with being present and worked with managing your own mind and thoughts. Start to then move into the energy that you are embodying, which really stems from the mind. So now you are aware of the energy that you are embodying based on your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs. You are aware of what you are embodying based on how well you have managed yourself the work that you are doing, the awareness that you get to shift and change at any given time. You start to pay attention to your embodiment and how you are showing up and influencing not only you, but everything that you come into contact with, people, environments. You start to recognize how your embodiment has a direct impact and influence in the people around you and in the collective as a whole. You start to see and recognize our connectivity. 
you start to tune into just how much we actually do influence each other. And once you start to tune into that ability of influence that we all have, it brings you right back to the importance of managing your own mind. It brings you right back into the importance of being present within your own being so that your energy isn't being manipulated or managed by outside forces without your consent. You start to move into your authority and take responsibility for your choice. Take responsibility for your awareness. Take your responsibility for your beingness. And you start to deepen your appreciation for life, for this experience, the lessons, the challenges, the celebrations, all of it. You see that they're all gifts in some way, depending on how we perceive it and what we do with all of it and the way we allow our mind to map and lead us through it all. So once you go through that first cycle of working through just those three symbols, not even talking about the master symbol, just those three, then you'll start to notice how these energies really do play out in your daily life. You'll start start to realize how you can implement and connect with these different energies, these different frequencies to support you at any given time. And you start to recognize that this healing Thing, this healing process is ongoing. There's no race to it. You'll start to appreciate that it just is what it is at any given moment. That you're working through what you're working through at any given time. That you're experiencing what you're experiencing. You are learning what you are learning at any given time. And it just continues to expand and evolve. And you start to deepen your connection to self. You start to deepen your management of your mind. You start to expand deeper into your embodiment of you, of love, of trust, of understanding. You continue to shift. You continue to be aware of the choices that you're making. You continue to be aware of what your feelings are telling you. It's such an interesting experience. And I'm also being reminded to tell you, you know, I always recommend that people journal their experiences as they go because different insights that come through and different things that we begin to recognize, sometimes they come through as fragments and a long period of time will go by before we get the aha of that first initial seed. And the reason that's coming in is because um, in the last few days, actually, I've had two different people reach out to me and tell me uh, that things that we had spoken about years ago, something recently just came through that made that aha click for them. So again, that even speaks to the fact that there is no race in this. 
So, you know, really being present and mm, aware of where you are right now. That's all that really matters. And with that, I would say, you know, if you are ever in a space of like, oh, I wish I were further further along. I wish I understood more. I wish I was already better. You're in the process. You're always in the process. Whatever you understand and know right now is more than what you knew and understood last month. And yet you're still, you know, chasing like, I wish I knew more. Well, you do know more. <laughs> you actually do. And, you know, in a few days, you may know even more. But you'll only recognize what it is that you know and what you understand if you allow yourself to be in the moment of it all. So that's all I really wanted to share with you today. Just a reminder to, again, be in your practice that you can use these tools to help deepen your practice. And at the end of the day, while we can use Reiki for so many beautiful techniques, purposes, whatever. It's really something that we live into. And it's really about our presence of being, our presence of mind, our embodiment, and our choice and management of it all. And then, of course, those little gifts of what we learn and come to understand along the way. So I hope, again, that that is helpful for you. Um, I don't know. Reach out. Let me know. (laughs) If any of that resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. If you are like, what are you talking about? I would love to clarify for you. So again, you can join us in the Seeker Circle. Just go to my website, uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You will receive access to some free gifts that take you through a guided journey of your self-transformation, as well as a link to join us in the secret circles. So, you know, you can join the fun there, but also I am back. So I plan to podcast more regularly again. And if you have any questions or there's anything that you would like me to explore on the show, or even if you are someone who is in your practice and would like to come on the show as a guest, reach out to me. I am here and you can reach me through, again, my website. So that is all for now. I will talk to you all again very, very soon. And remember to always journey in love.